Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cody. And we are your podcast hosts, coming to you from the C-Vent Podcast Studio in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Before we get to today's topic on event marketing and user conferences, read more about today's episode on the C-Vent blog at cvent.com slash podcast. You guys know we love hearing from you, so please email us at podcast at cvent.com. Now, today's episode is focused on marketing that makes your event successful. We've got Katie Brunette with us in the studio, and Katie runs enterprise marketing at Lessonly and puts on one heck of an event called Yellowship, along with multiple corporate events throughout the year. Why is this part of the company's marketing strategy? We're going to dig into this topic while learning some ways to market your events, and we're just thrilled to have her on the show. Yeah, and I think that's enough of us, Cody. Let's get into our conversation with Katie. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. So I'm just going to dive right in here. I'd like to know, how did you get into the events industry? And you know, how did you get the role that you have today? Yeah, so it all started at Exact Target um, back in 2011. I was looking for an internship in college and um, interviewed with Exact Target. And they told me they had an event marketing role. And I was doing events for my sorority in college. And I loved it. And I didn't realize that that was actually something that you could do and incorporate it with business. So it felt like a dream come true. Um, And so I interned with Exact Target in their events department um, and helped them plan connections, which was their large event that then continued to grow. When I was there, it started at, I think, 1,500 people and then grew to 8,000 by the time I left. Um, So once I was there, I got hooked and absolutely loved being in the event industry. So um, started at Exact Target. We got acquired by Salesforce. So I was able to do events with Salesforce for a couple of years um, and then moved to a sport events role here locally in Indianapolis um, where we planned big scale sporting events like the Big Ten Football Championships, USA Diving, Trials, um, the P&G Gymnastics Championship. Um, and then realized that I love tech and love the fast pace of that and miss that. So I've been at Lesson Lee now for three years in an events role here. And Lesson Lee has the Yellow Ship event. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we started Yellow Ship in 2018, about a year after I started here. And why did Lesson Lee create this event? What is the purpose of the Yellow Ship event? Yeah, so Yellow Ship is basically our way of putting our culture into the world and letting our customers and prospects experience our culture. Um, we wanted a way to bring them together and share thought leadership. Lessonly is founded on these awesome principles of helping people do better work through training. Um, but we live out this mission of helping people do better work so they can live better lives. So it's almost more of a professional development conference um, focused around better work and encouraging your team to do better work. Um, so it was just a way to get people in a room to really feel our culture. And it has, it has resulted in big deals, closing, um, expansion opportunities, and then of course, net retention. And I I have to guess that there's probably as much lack of a better way of saying it, but party entertainment as there is education. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a three day event. So, um, it's super fun. We, the Lessonly brand, we we rely on our 
mascot. His name is Ollie Llama. He's a llama. Um, and Adorable. so <laughs> even the llama to the event, which is so fun. Um, so one of, one of my favorite parts of the event is we have an evening event. We call it Llama Palooza. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> Wait, so there was an actual llama at your event? Uh, we haven't actually had a live llama okay. yet, but I have been <laughs> for it for the last few years, and I'm thinking that this might be our year. So yeah. we'll yeah. see. Got to work your way up to that <laughs> yeah. live When llama, you start right? getting a llama no, stuffed exactly. animals, can you send us one? Because we need <laughs> Oh, them. I already have them. I'll send you one when oh, we're done. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> now, I love the name yes. Yellow Ship. Um, it's like a cool play on words, but I have to assume mm-hmm. that there's some significant meaning behind Yellow Ship. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, so... Um, Yellow is our brand color, and we love the idea of fellowship, so we threw it together and put yellow ship. I love that. So it's not as deep, but it's it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it has a certain ring to it. When I think of yeah. when I hear yellow ship, I think fun and mm-hmm. exciting and engaging. I don't yeah. know. I, you yeah. did something right there. Yeah, for I sure. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of creativity we've been able to put around. Like we've done some ship puns through the marketing piece of it, um, even on site, we have like different kinds of ships. So like the top level is a rocket ship. The middle level of the event space is like a sailing ship. And then the bottom level is a submarine ship. Mm, the little so, beetles so there. Play on that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do anything with friendship? Oh. Do you like that? Um, we should. I think we might. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that. Gosh, now we have a new idea. <laughs> That's awesome. That's me cranking Cody, out the ideas. Cody did a little heart with his hands when he said that to oh, me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so when you've gone through this whole process of creating this user conference, Yellow Ship, what is the biggest mm-hmm. lesson that you think you've learned? I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that culture always wins. Um And being able to provide the best experience possible for your attendees. Last year, one of our customers said that Yellowship felt like adult summer camp. And that was like the biggest compliment that I could ever receive about an event. Um, Just like finding those little touches that make a huge difference in somebody's day and makes them feel like they're special in every, every interaction that they have with the event. Yeah. Yeah. They walk away with like, a feeling and, and yeah. they feel inspired. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Adult summer camp. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, I wanted to shift gears and kind of talk more about your event marketing strategy. So I was hoping you can share a couple of examples of what's worked in the past in your experience, you know, for generating event awareness and driving engagement. Yeah. Are you um, thinking more of Yellowship specifically or just events as a whole in the company? I think, I mean, whatever insight you can give would be yeah. fantastic. I mean, yeah. I am kind of curious about Yellowship because I assume this has grown a little bit too and what kind of marketing yep. strategies you've done to help see that growth, but we'll take anything you'll give us. Yeah. So Yellowship specifically, um, for us, again, it's like experience and um, culture always wins. And so that's kind of how we've been able to drive that engagement and event awareness. Um, we've realized that discounting doesn't necessarily work, um, as much as we thought that it would. And so it's really selling the value of the conference. Um, it is some free pass in there too, but also just getting your whole company excited about it. I think, the internal buy-in is one of the biggest pieces of it. And um, 
incentivizing your sales team to go out there and sell passes, giving them goals, incentivizing your CX team to sell to customers. Um, and then just word of mouth, we were able to double the size of the event between 2018 and 2019. Um, so just trying to um, get everyone on board. But once people knew about it and found out about it, um, it was a pretty easy sell. I like that. I mean, considering an event marketing strategy as the event itself, like is if it's fun enough and interesting enough, not only are people going to come back next year, but they're going to bring a friend or a colleague. So I really think it's interesting to think about that as part of the strategy. Yeah. And being able to use the content that was at the previous event as a traffic driver. So Mm -hmm. making blog posts out of the breakout session. So we record all of our breakout session um, audio. So making blog posts throughout the year to talk about um, like just to share that content and, and get people interested in it, um, using survey data, things like that, um, to have like testimonials on the website, um, and really just having internal people tell the story of how it helped them close deals, deepen relationships. Um, and the value of that has really been a huge differentiator for us in the marketing piece. So your sales team, is there a fight about who gets to actually go? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully our whole sales team, most of our team is local. So the rule is if you're driving people there and you have driven attendees there, then you can go. Awesome. And if you don't, then you can just come to Llama Palooza and that's about it. <laughs> that's a good consolation like prize. I yeah. It's a great way to get the, that buy-in though. I mean, I, I really do feel like yeah. when your sales channel is the best way to get the, right. the word out. So I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So besides... Yellowship being an adult summer's camp. <laughs> what yeah. else can you think of that you're really proud of? Something that your attendees have mentioned that they loved about this experience? Um, one very specific thing is we have a swag store. So, you know, when you go to a conference and you get a bag full of random stuff that like you either throw away or give to your kids or someone else, um, we give people llama bucks. So we've designed these these builds for people to use and spend at our swag store so they can spend it on t-shirts. Um, we've done socks, uh, coffee mugs. We've actually created, um, our own board game called llama land. So we use that so they could buy that. We've, our CEO has written a book that was in the swag store. Um, but it's a really fun way to get people to interact with that. Um, and then additionally, another piece that I love that we did this year was our better work um, area. So one of our, um, principles of do better work is to appreciate or send appreciation to people. So we created an appreciation station where we let people come in and, um, write a postcard to somebody back at their office that they appreciate. And we branded the postcards, we branded the stamps, um, and then let people fill those out and send appreciation to people back in the office. And it was a really cool touch there. I so love cool. that. I love yeah. the idea of the llama bucks. I love it. Um, yeah. how, how do people get llama bucks? Do they like earn it or do they just get it for attending? They, they get it just for attending. But uh, we noticed after the first year that people were like playing pool 
four llama bucks in like <laughs> setting bets for a llama. So they had ex- extra money to spend in the store. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. They were a hot topic. Well, and I like that idea too oh, because yeah. everybody's idea of the the swag that they want to take away and take home is different. For some, I mean, they really mm-hmm. do want a pen. Others, you know, it's a yeah. lot different. So I like that they get to kind yeah. of pick and choose and you have some really cool options. Oh, yeah. Our um, design team is super creative and just amazing in what they do. So it's really fun to work with them on that. Yeah. I love that you just like went to town with the llama stuff. <laughs> love it. Oh, love a God. good theme. We're, we're all about the llamas <laughs> over here. Do you have a llama tattoo yet? <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Not yet. But we might do some temporary tattoos at Llama Palooza this year. Hey, there's an idea. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Just to do flash tats yes. and then everybody, your branding's just right <laughs> on them. Yeah. I yes, love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, Katie, what should event planners be thinking about when they're creating a marketing strategy for their event? Ooh, that's a good question. Tough question. I know. Yeah, it's a tough one. I think um, it's so hard. Like I said, we have not had good success with discounting, um, and it took a lot of effort to create emails and social and all these design elements around a flash sale of $200 off, and then we'd see like two people use it. So I think it's more like playing to the brand. Something that we're going to be adding this year that we haven't done before is direct mail. Um, So we're actually playing to the ship idea and doing a cruise giveaway. So if you register by a certain date, we're sending out um, luggage tags to everybody and saying, if you register by a certain date, you can be entered to win a cruise. And so really playing on that. And then later in the year, we're going to do scratch-off tickets and those scratch-offs will have some kind of an offer. So that will be a little bit of a discount, maybe a free pass, maybe a hotel room, um, just different ways to get people engaged. So I think it's trying to think creatively to get them interested in it, but not using discounting as your sole driver, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I love the direct mail idea. Are you segmenting who you're sending direct mail to? Like, is there a specific audience that you really want to come to Yellow Ship so you're going to spend the dollars to send them the scratch tickets? Or what's the approach there? Yeah, so we will send them to all of our customers just for an awareness piece. We're going like super cheap with it. So um, we're able to cover that whole spread of all of our customers. And then um, reaching out to the sales team to see what prospects they think would be interested in attending and adding them to that list. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, like I found with direct mail, the best buy-in from your sales team comes when you give them the option and let them add who they want to that list. And then they're just missing out if they don't add to it. So um, that's what we'll start with. I, it's, it's hard for us to find net new people for our event. It's really more focused on... Um, mid-funnel traffic driving or mid-funnel business driving, and then also that customer net retention and expansion piece. So we typically stick to those two audiences. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And then I'm sure sure after the event, there's a whole, let's look back on how it went. Let's look at all these different metrics. What are those metrics that you're looking at? And what are you communicating back to your stakeholders? Yeah, we're really looking at NPS score. So we always send out a survey um, and look at our NPS. And we set a goal at the beginning of the year as to what we want to hit with that. Um, And then we look 90, um, 180 days out to see like what deals have 
closed since then that attended? Um, what expansion has happened? Who has added services packages? And then what customers who attended have renewed? Um, and just looking at that rate and looking at the ARR that we've influenced from that typically proves the worth of the conference pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh- question came to my mind. I was just thinking about all of the cool things you told us during this conversation, just very innovative ways to both market and create engagement at the event. How do you get this inspiration? Where do you go to stay inspired and stay cool and new? Uh, It's a really great question. I, working at Exact Target in Salesforce really just kind of helped grow that piece of my brain really early in my career. Um, at Exact Target, the Connections Conference was so experiential, um, so many little touches that that's where I've pulled a lot of my ideas from. And then our team is just extremely creative, and we um, create a really safe space to ideate and like no idea is a bad idea, and just really throw things out there. And we don't, we're not afraid to fail, and we're not afraid to try things. So I think that just giving that safe space in our office um, generates a lot of really cool ideas across the team. And we include our whole marketing team in a lot of the brainstorm process. I love that. It is being fearless. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like I feel like there's at Cvent our planning. I might be getting this wrong, but I think that every you know couple of weeks they get a bottle of wine or something and just like ideate for an hour or two, you know, just like, because it's so hard just to take the time out of your day to think creatively. Mm -hmm. And so just creating that time. And like you said, space to do that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important for us to all get together and, and just share ideas and make the time for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, Katie, I am so obsessed with some of these ideas that you have been talking about today. It's so cool. I have to leave you, though, with a question. Like, if you had to tell event planners one thing to either do or be thinking about when it comes to improving their next event, what would that be? For me, it would be think about the little touches. Like, what are things that people won't think of, but when they're there, they're like, oh, this is so cool. And it can be as simple as having branded pens sitting out everywhere for people to use. Or um, we do mints all around, and the mints are branded um, and we actually like put a mint pun on the mint, um, like you were meant to do better work. <laughs> uh, we've gone as far as putting, um, buying yellow soap that smells good from Bath and Body Works, taking off the label and sticking it in the bathrooms. Um, so you've got a good smell and also you still have that yellow branding within in those areas. So I think the most important piece is like, what are all the teeny tiny little touch points that no one would go to a conference saying like, I wish they had this. Um, but it just adds to their experience and makes like everything weave together. It's, there's this concept that I learned called the red thread and it's weaving that red, red thread through your experience from when you start interacting with the brand of the conference and going all the way through registration, getting on site, every single touch point through the event. And then even after the event, how can you weave all of that together? I like that. The red thread kind of putting yourself in their shoes and really thinking Mm -hmm. about every little touch point, every little experience. Exactly. Well, it sounds like you guys do a fantastic job of that. Um, I know our audience is going to want to learn more about this event, about you, or just where you gain inspiration. Are there any resources or anything you want to promote to the listeners? Um, 
Yeah, I think um, if you're interested in the brand and in Yellowship, um, you can head to our website, which is lessonly.com backslash Yellowship. Um, our blog has some great pieces just recapping the event. Um, so that's lessonly.com backslash blog. I think um, <laughs> we'll put the then, link in the, uh, in the description yeah. for the episode. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm on LinkedIn, Katie brunette, um, brunette, like the hair color. A lot of people get that mixed up and do burnet. And I'm happy to have conversations with people or answer questions that they have. I love connecting with other people in the industry and learning from them too. So yes. it's a great place to find me. Well, I follow you. I would encourage everyone to as well. Um, it's a great place for inspiration. And thank you so much for joining us today. This was so cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Katie. Cody, we need to send so many thanks to Katie for taking the time to chat with us today. Her creativity, the knowledge, the expertise, super impressive stuff. And I just really appreciate her sharing it with us. Yeah, for sure. It's just incredible how significantly your brand can be impacted by a well-planned event. Katie definitely gave us a lot to think about. And I know I'll be dreaming of llamas from now on. (laughs) Uh, Insert llama noise here, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much to everybody for joining us this week on How Great Events Happen. To get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. And as always, Brooke and I would love to connect with you so you can find us at podcast at cvent.com. And we'll see you next week for another great episode. Bye. Bye.